This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Bibas, episode number 31, Monday Method. Are you an entrepreneur looking to write an ebook that is going to grow your business, build your brand, and bring in new clients? Well, I want you to join me because in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be doing a free live webinar training on how to grow your brand with Kindle ebooks. You can find out more and sign up for the webinar by going to http colon forward slash forward slash tinyurl.com forward slash Kindle book branding. That's tinyurl.com forward slash Kindle book branding. In that free live training, we're going to talk about so many things, including the top three mistakes Kindle writers are making and why the experts aren't talking about it. We're also going to talk about the top three ways to monetize your Kindle books and the best strategies to use for each. You do not want to miss it. So definitely join me. Sign up for the free live training, tinyurl.com forward slash Kindle book branding. Hello, hello, everybody. All right. Welcome back to She Runs the Show. I should actually say welcome back to myself because it has been a while since we have done a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. And for those of you who are listening for the very first time, I just want to send a big shout out. Welcome to any and all new listeners. Let me, for those of you who are listening to me for the first time, let me talk to you a little bit about what exactly is this thing called She Runs the Show? So, you know, my name is Cassandra Bibas. I am an ebook branding strategist, uh, a life coach, a business coach, an author. Um, I would love to say a rock climber at some point, but not yet. Uh, I'm a wife. I'm a mother of three. And it is my mission to help entrepreneurs build their brand through ebooks. Now, it's also my mission to help women entrepreneurs grow businesses that thrive and relationships that rock, which is how she runs the show. The podcast was born. I looked at my fellow women entrepreneurs and I saw that there was this thing going on where it was like, you know, I would say like a war between the idea of, do I have a great family and great relationships or do I have a business that works? And my firm belief is that you can have both. My other firm belief is that there are too many women entrepreneurs thinking that they have to pick one over the other and sacrifice one for the other. And a lot of them are sacrificing their businesses in the hopes of maintaining their relationships and then both don't work out. So I created She Runs the Show because I wanted this to be a place where women entrepreneurs could listen, they could learn, they could get motivation, inspiration, and they could be reminded on a weekly basis that yes, you can have both. You can have relationships that thrive and you can have a business that rocks. I actually said that backward. You can have a business that thrives and relationships that rock. You can have both. And so I've been away for a few weeks from the podcast because I had surgery. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm planning on having five more babies. Now I'm 37. Hello, 37. Hello to every 37-year-old trying to get pregnant. Um, 
And that's not as easy as it was when I was 18 and pregnant and had a baby at 19. So needless to say, I have had surgery and I'm going through infertility treatments. And if you ever want to have the greatest challenge of, of growing a thriving business, I dare you to be dealing with infertility while you try to grow your business. Just saying. Um, and to all of those mompreneurs out there who have five plus kids, I honor you. I have three and it's rough and I'm planning to have five more. So when I get to eight, I'm sure people will say, you have eight children. I honor you, but I honor any of you who have three plus children because I have three and I know what that means. So let's get down to business. Um, Monday Method, we are back. Monday Method. So Monday Method is really that episode that happens every Monday, hopefully, right? <laughs> Sometimes I've done Monday Method on a Tuesday, but I'm working on it. Monday Method is Monday. Um, but Monday Method is about learning the ins and outs and the do's and don'ts and the best techniques, tips, and strategies that work for building, growing, and sustaining your business. And so Monday Method is very strategic. It's very tactical. I've talked in the past about how to create a course in a weekend. I've talked about how to write ebooks. Um, I've talked about a lot of different things. Today's Monday method is just as strategic and it's just as tactical. However, it really is about something that I feel a lot of us women entrepreneurs need to wrap our heads around and we need to tackle a different way. And it's this idea of blame, shame, and guilt. So in today's Monday method episode, we're going to talk about why women entrepreneurs are stuck in this blame, shame, guilt game thing and why male entrepreneurs are moving. Because they don't experience blame, shame, and guilt when they work full throttle in their businesses. I want to talk about that today. So welcome to episode number 31. Here we are, Monday Method. And that's what we're talking about today, the blame, shame, guilt game, and why it's keeping women entrepreneurs stuck. Now, by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn a number of things. Number one, you're going to learn what the blame, shame, guilt game is and why it's keeping women entrepreneurs stuck. It really is big time. And so we need to identify it so that it's not some subconscious under the cover thing operating in the background that we don't even know about. So by the end of the session, you're going to learn what the blame, shame, guilt game is and why it's keeping women entrepreneurs stuck. Number two, by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn why male entrepreneurs rarely Rarely. I mean, I wanted to say never, but I'm just going to say rarely to be PC. But you're going to learn why male entrepreneurs rarely feel guilt about working on business instead of spending time with family. By the end of today's episode, you're going to learn a reality that's going to snap you out of feeling guilt about securing your family's future through your business. We're going to talk about it. And then finally, by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn five things women entrepreneurs must do to stop giving their energy away to the blame, shame, guilt game and why you need to start today. So let's get into this. What the blame, shame, guilt game is and why it's keeping women entrepreneurs stuck. So I, I don't know if I coined the term, but I've been talking to clients about the blame, shame, guilt game for at least 10 years at this point. And I always talk about that because the, the blame, shame, guilt game, and most of us don't even know that we're in, like, in it, okay? We don't even know. But the blame, shame, guilt game is a vicious cycle where a person blames themselves. They blame outside circumstances, situations, people for their lack of something, 
because of the shame and guilt they feel deep inside. Let me relate this to women entrepreneurs into today's topic. The blame, shame, guilt game for women entrepreneurs is constantly feeling like you're not giving 100% to your business and you're not giving 100% to your husband or partner and you're not giving 100% to your children and like you have so many things that need your attention and there's so little time and you feel guilty because you're not able to give all of yourself to each of those things that are screaming for your time. It puts you in that blame, shame, guilt game because First, you're feeling guilty about the fact that you can't be everywhere at once. And then you're feeling shame because you're not fulfilling your obligation to each of those individual roles, your obligations as an entrepreneur, your obligation as a mother, your obligation as an as a spouse. And then after that, so you feel guilt, it leads to shame, and then it leads to blame. You either internalize it and you totally blame yourself, which then does what? Reduces your self-esteem, which then does what? Increases your level of self-doubt, which then does what? Reduces your self-efficacy, reduces your ability to actually produce, takes away your creativity, and then you're stuck. You see, so it goes guilt, shame, blame, and then it's this vicious cycle because the more guilt you feel, the more shame you feel. The more shame you feel, the more blame you, you, you feel, whether it's to yourself or other people. The more blame you feel, the higher the conflict, which then leads to more guilt, which then leads to more shame, which then leads to more blame. It's a vicious cycle. And the, the problem with the blame, shame, guilt game is most people don't even know that they're in it. So you're feeling all of these emotions. You're feeling like, oh, I need to be working on my business, but then I have to go to my, pick up my kids from school or, oh, I should have gone to that PTA meeting, but I need to be working on my business. Oh, I haven't spent enough time with my husband. So you're, you're feeling all of that and you're feeling it deeply, but you're not recognizing that what that really is, is the blame, shame, guilt game. And it's a vicious cycle. And it's a cycle because each emotion magnifies and creates the next one. So the guilt leads to shame, the shame leads to blame, the blame leads back to guilt. And here's the problem, right? And, and this is why I want to talk about, you know, <clears throat> I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs. Let me, let me take a sip of water because we're going to be here a little long today. Let me, let me take a sip. I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs, male and female. And the thing that gets me, like, you're, I, I mean, I just got to go there and say this. And you know what? To those of you who don't like what I'm about to say, tough, tough cookies. I've talked to a lot of male entrepreneurs and a lot of female entrepreneurs. And you know what? This vicious blame, shame, guilt game, I only see among women entrepreneurs. I, I do not. I have not once yet. In all the male entrepreneurs I've spoken to, I haven't once seen them get caught up in this ever, like ever. This is a, in my experience, this is a woman entrepreneur's thing all the way. And the reality is this, women entrepreneurs are still trying to hold up a 1950s ideal of themselves as wives and mothers in the 1950s, leave it to beaver kind of way when the 1950s ideal did not require women to work outside of the house and in fact, prefer that they didn't. So we're trying to be something that probably didn't even exist in the 1950s when they were promoting it, that is no longer allowable because of the way that society is today. And the problem is you can't try to fit into something that does not fit. 
that does not fit your life, that does not fit your personality, that does not fit your, your purpose here on this earth, that doesn't fit your overall mission. It isn't just that you're, you were born to be a mother or you were born to be a wife. I know there are women out there who are going to disagree with me. I know that there are women out there who are going to tell me that is exactly what I was born to do. And listen, going through a secondary infertility, I, I can totally relate to you. I feel like one of the purposes and one of my missions in my life is to be a mother of many children, not just one, two, or three. So I get that piece, but that's not my only purpose. Like motherhood is huge, but it's not all things. We were each born to fulfill many different purposes, many different missions. You know, we were put on this earth to touch an impact and share with people and share our light to give our children a foundation for understanding how to go out and serve the world with our gifts. We have to role model that for our children. So a lot of the reason why women entrepreneurs are stuck in this thing, this blame, shame, guilt game is because they're trying to live up to an ideal and an image from some yesteryear black and white radio show program, Leave It to Beaver, that didn't fit even then. And that certainly does not fit now. So, you know, I mean, and, and here's the truth of what's happening today. And whether you like this or not, it's the reality. We're now living in a world where women breadwinners are leading the pack. Very shortly, most households will be led by a woman breadwinner, by a woman, woman who earns most of the income in the house. It's happening. It's coming. More women are in college than men. More women are going on to get graduate degrees. That's inevitable. So if you want to say, well, I want to be a stay-at-home mom or I want to do this and that, cool if, if you can work that. However, the statistics are showing that we are quickly heading to a place where women are the breadwinners in their households. So we're now living in a world where women breadwinners are leading the pack, where two incomes are required to survive. Notice I didn't say thrive. Now look, you know you're, she runs a show, right? And she runs a show is all about helping women entrepreneurs create businesses that thrive and relationships that rock. But we live in a time where it takes two incomes to survive not to thrive, to survive. And we're also living in a time where divorce rates are so high that a woman who counts on a man to provide for her is no longer a solid, viable option. It just isn't. You could speak to me all you want about how your marriage is going to last forever and it's all going to be good. Talk to some women in their 50s and 60s who were married 25, 30 years about the same exact thing. I'm just saying. As women, we need to be smart enough not to put ourselves in a position where if for whatever reason, God forbid, a husband dies, a husband gets sick and can't work, a husband decides to marry his secretary, you know this stuff happens, I'm just calling it what it is, a husband decides to get somebody who's you only 20 years younger, just saying, we have to be covered. And so we're in a time where women are the breadwinners, two incomes are required to survive, and the divorce rates are so high that a woman counting on a man to provide for her is no longer a solid choice. Oh, and women tend to live longer than men anyway. So even if the marriage lasts 40 or 50 years, more than likely, she's going to still be here even when he's not. I'm just saying. Given all of that information, it's time that we as women entrepreneurs got over the guilt of providing for our own and our family's future, period. We need to get over the guilt. 
Like this is a business decision. This is a legacy choice. This is creating a firm and secure foundation, not only for ourselves, not only for our spouses, not only for our children, but for our children's children's children, period, the end, period, the end. So let me talk to you about, because I find this the most interesting thing ever. Let me talk to you about why male entrepreneurs rarely, and I should say never, I'm just going to say never, never feel guilt about working on business instead of spending time with, I mean, never. Like I talked to male entrepreneurs who had a newborn, newborn just came out of the womb and they're in the hospital on their laptop working on their business. Don't even feel an ounce of guilt. You know why? Let me help you out. Most male entrepreneurs don't feel blame, shame, or guilt, i.e. they don't get stuck in the blame, shame, guilt game because they don't feel guilty about securing the financial, emotional, and psychological future of their families. You see, male entrepreneurs see themselves as providers, and they know that by honoring this role of provider, especially when a business is in the beginning, especially when they are investing so much money in the business, but it's not producing ROI as of yet, they understand that putting full throttle, 100% whole mind and present action into the business, even if it takes away from time with family, as a provider, as someone who's honoring that role, that in their minds is the most important thing that they can do for their families. You see, to them, family time is something they're going to make up when they're earning so much money in their business that they could take the family for a month to Fiji on vacation. They are not seeing it as, oh, I feel so much guilt because I can't, you know, play with the baby on the floor. They don't see it that way. They see that they are contributing to their family in the most important role they can, that of provider, and that honoring that role honors their family, even if what it costs them in this moment, and just for this moment, because they know it's temporary, they know they're going to get the business to a place by focusing full throttle on it, where they're going to be spend a lot of time with their families. They understand that family time in this moment, like for this, you know, Saturday, one hour, Sunday, they know that family time in their minds does not trump providing ever. Their first way that they honor their family is by providing. And then when the family time can be a part of it, awesome, great. But until then, they know that there's no guilt about honoring the role of being provider. That's why male entrepreneurs rarely feel guilt about working on business. Instead of spending time with it, they don't feel guilty about that. Listen, let, let me break it down for you further. They don't feel guilty about working on their businesses and taking self-care time for themselves, even if both of those things combined cost them time with family, huh? Like women, women in general don't even understand that. Like, how do you not feel guilt if you're spending 60 hours a week on your business and then you're sleeping, you know, eight hours a night and then you're going out with your friends two or three times a week and you're not spending time with it? How do you not feel guilty about that? They don't. You know why? Because male entrepreneurs understand that providing is their number one role, that if they do it well, for a short period of time, if they spend one to three years really digging in, focusing on the business, they will get all of that time back for the next 10 to 20 years of their children's lives. So they're they're giving up a year or two to get back 
20 years of time where they don't have to punch a clock and they don't have to sacrifice any more time. And they also understand that critical to them being able to be full throttle in the business is that they do self-care measures and they do it consistently and they don't feel selfish for doing that. And they don't feel guilt for doing that either because it's part of their regimen so they can be at their best to be in their business at their best. Do you see how that's different from women entrepreneurs? Seriously different. And if you don't believe me, test it out yourself. Go talk to five women entrepreneurs. Ask them if they ever feel guilty about working on the business rather than spending time with their family. Talk to five male entrepreneurs. Ask them the same question. Ask both people how much they work, how many hours they give, and see who feels guilty and who doesn't. I'm just saying. Test it yourself. You'll see. So let me sip a thing of water. I'm just passionate about this because I think, and I don't want to mince words here. I think each individual has to decide for themselves what adequate family time looks like and at different stages it will be different things you know when i had a newborn i really never left the house i breastfed every two hours you know like i wasn't going to the gym five times a week it was a different season of my life it required a different level of commitment um to the baby and to what was going on at the time and i gave it but I think what happens for so many of us as women entrepreneurs is we expect that we're going to be all things to everyone all the time. And it literally drains our life force. It literally drains our energy. So we can't be 100% in anything. And we need to stop that. Because the reality is, is that if you have, especially if you have family who live close to you, I mean, if you don't have family, it's tougher. But if you have family that lives close to you, they're there to help. Like, why do we feel like we have to do everything? We got to do the carpooling, the PTA, you know, piano lessons. We do. No, 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 no. There's a support system there that you can make use of. Your spouse is a support system. You know what? They can spend some quality time with the kids while you work on the business. It's not going to kill the children. Like, so we've got to start to figure this out and not feel blame, shame, or guilt that we can't be everything to everyone, period, the end. So let me give you a reality that literally, like if you haven't heard anything I've said so far and nothing has really shaken you up to get rid of this blame, shame, guilt game thing, this is going to do it. Let me give you a reality that's going to snap you out of feeling guilt about securing your family's future. Because that's what we really need to do today. This is the goal of Monday Method today. I want to snap you out of feeling guilty about you handling your business in your business so you can set the tone for your family's future. And when I say your family's future, I'm not just talking money. I want you to understand this. When I say your family's future, here's what I've always said. A happy wife equals a happy life. Happy mom, happy kids. At the end of the day, if you are doing what you love and you're using your full creativity and you're getting paid very well for it and you have just built up revenue streams that pay for your child's college education so they never have to take out a loan, that provides for the family so that two to three years from now, you could take a month off your business and you could go to Disney World and you could say, you know what, kids, we're going to spend a whole month of the summer just in Disney World alone. We're going to explore. We're going to go all, we're going to go alligator watching in Florida. Like if that's how you want to live your life, you have to put everything in perspective. You can give up a little bit of family time for the next two years to ensure that for the 20 years after that, 
that's the kind of life you're living with your kids. And they will thank you for it because A, you will be in control of your destiny, financial, personal, professional, and otherwise. B, you will be happier. And they will be happier to see you happier and see you will prove to them that dreams do come true. You will prove to them that they can choose their own path. And so if you're wondering, you know, yes, I get what you're saying, Cassandra. I get it. However, I'm still feeling guilty about not being able to be at every single soccer practice for my kids. And I'm still feeling guilty about the fact that I bought them pizza for dinner tonight and I can only cook home cooked meal from scratch four times a week. And I'm feeling guilty because my husband and I haven't been out on a date night in the last three months and we've barely spent 30 minutes a night together, which I'd say date night is, is a must have. I'm just saying date night should be there even if it's just a date night to Starbucks. But anyway, that's another episode. Let me give you a reality that's going to snap you out of the feeling guilty thing about securing your family's future. I The other day I was reading a, a post by James Altucher, and James Altucher is the author of the book Choose Yourself. And in this post, this is what he calls the post. <clears throat> the post title is 10 Reasons Why You Have to Quit Your Job This Year. And what James says in this post is he says... The middle class is dead. And I, I really want to dive into this because nobody says it better than him. And to be honest, when I read this, it really, I mean, it rocked my world. It literally just rocked my world. And I think it's going to rock yours. So if nothing I've said so far has really snapped you into the awareness that you need to put whole mind and present action to your business for the next two years to get it profit and revenue wise where it needs to be so you can choose how you live out with your family and enjoy life for the next 20? Here it is. See, here's the reality. Right now, if you are depending on somebody else to provide for you, right? So what I'm saying is so long as your physical and economic survival is built on either a salary plus benefits or a business income that is generated from only one or two revenue streams. Like maybe you're a coach. And so you basically get your revenue from private clients. That's one revenue stream. And from some group coaching program that you do four times a year. That's two revenue streams. Whether you're doing the coaching thing in that way, small business, only one or two revenue streams, or you're, you have a day job or you're salaried, you're an employee. So you've got salary plus benefits. So long as your physical and economic survival depend on that kind of a thing, you are totally giving away your power to an employer or a small roster of clients that have the ability to ruin your life. Don't believe me? Let's just look at what James wrote. So in 10 reasons why you have to quit your job this year, reason number five that James talks about is this. He says, reason number five, mind you, Count right now how many people can make a major decision that can ruin your life. I'm just going to read to you what James says. Here's what he says. I don't like it when one person can make or break me, a boss, a publisher, a TV producer, a buyer of my company. At any one point, I've had to kiss ass to all of the above. I hate it. I will never do it again. The way to avoid this is to diversify the things you are working on so no one person or customer or boss or client can make a decision that could make you rich or destroy you or fulfill your life's dreams or crush them. I understand it can't happen in a day. Start planning now how to create 
create your own destiny instead of allowing people who don't like you to control your destiny. When you do this count, make sure the number counts to over 20. Then when you spin the wheel, the odds are on your side that a winning number comes up. Do you hear what he's saying? He, he's not saying, listen, he's saying if you... If your mortgage is paid because of the, the salary you're making at a corporate job, they have the ability to ruin your life. Because what happens if you go to work tomorrow and they tell you that the business is clo closing down or you've been downsized and you have no six-month savings account? Or even if you do have a six-month savings and then three years go by and you still haven't found a job. Do you understand that that person who's paying your salary with cushy benefits has the ability to ruin your life? Or what about you have a small business and so you've only got those one or two revenue streams? A lot of people who are entrepreneurs with only one or two revenue streams are just as afraid of losing clients as somebody with a day job or a salary job is afraid of losing their job. Because you know that if your business is only based on one-on-one -on -one clients are only based on giving consulting or lessons. The moment you start to lose people who no longer want lessons or people who no longer want consulting, your livelihood goes down the drain. You cannot give that much power away. So if ever you wanted a reason to snap out of feeling guilty so you can get 100% focused in your business, it's the fact, just what James said, number five, count right now how many people can make a major decision that can ruin your life. Yeah, they don't deserve that power. You don't need to give that to them. And if you notice in the post, he says, make sure the number comes to over 20. Did, did you hear that? I just want you to like, let's wrap our minds around this, ladies, because I'm talking to women entrepreneurs. Males already understand this. 20, like not just one or two revenue streams, not just three, four or five revenue streams, 20. And you know why he says 20? Because here's the thing. If you have private clients, if you've got a coaching school or you give lessons, if you've got a consulting practice, if you own four multifamilies over here that you rent out, and then you've got a whole other real estate investment fund over there, you have multiple ways to gain money. So if one, two, three, or four of them are down the drain for a period of years because the economy takes a turn, you're not sweating at night. You're going, you know what? They're like, I have 10 or 20 revenue streams. And in this digital world that we live in, it's easy to do this. You could have a membership site and then you could have eBooks. So you're getting revenue from Kindle and then you could have a coaching program and then you could have another type of coaching program. You could do another membership site. You could have one-on-one -on -one consulting coaching with people. You can go motivational speak. You have, as women entrepreneurs, the one thing we've got to do this year is diversify our revenue streams. We need more than five. Let me help you out. How about 10, 15, 20? If on the long term, you want to ensure that no one stream can ruin your life or ruin your finances or, or prevent you from paying your mortgage. We need more than one, more than two, more than five. So again, if you needed something to, to snap you back into the reality of why feeling guilty, about securing your family's future by working on your business is not even a viable option for you, here it is. And let me just help you out something. Let, let me help you out with something right now. I want you to just understand that when you're feeling blame, shame, or guilt, this is not forever. Like this is the piece that I think men get that women don't. Male entrepreneurs understand that if they're going to lose out on family time and other things with their families for two or three years. 
the one thing they're super clear on is it's only going to be two or three years. They are super clear on that they're going to do whatever it takes, however long it, I mean, they're just going to dive in full force, full throttle because it cannot last longer than three years. And then when those two or three years, most of the time, even before that happens, they have, they have made, they've gotten to the revenue place that they wanted to, they can relax. They're still working hard, but now they can re-engage with the family. Now they can, you know, take the kids and the wife on vacation. They can do all these things. Here's the deal. Two to three years of focused, guilt-free action will get you to the place in your business where you no longer have to lose any time with your family. However, if you're operating your business with a divided, I'm really serious about this, with a divided mind, right? So if you're operating your business with a divided mind and a divided heart, right? Because if you're feeling guilty about not being the kind of mom you want and the wife you want and all these things, and you're thinking, oh my gosh, if I don't spend time with my husband, it's going to hurt our relationship and then we're going to get a divorce. Like if you're doing all of that, negative speak, what that means is you're operating your business with a divided mind and a divided heart. And you know what's going to happen? It's going to take you two to three times as long to get to that same profitability level. And you know what? More than likely, you won't even ever get there because you're just going to sit with a divided mind and you're going to get stuck. So if you needed to, to snap back into why guilt is not going to be your friend here and you need to shove it away and be done with the blame, shame, guilt game and put full throttle into your business, it's because it's temporary. Like you do two to three years of focus, guilt-free action, you will get to the profitability level that you want. You will get to the revenue, number of revenue streams that you need to be secure without having to work like a maniac. You will be able to do all of that. Now, here's the thing. Tactical, right? This is Monday Method. We're talking tactics, strategies. Let me give you five things that women entrepreneurs must do to stop giving their energy away to the blame, shame, guilt game and why you need to start today. Number one, give up the idea that you're going to have balance. I, I hate the word work-life balance. It sucks. You know why? Because it doesn't exist. It's not true. And nobody wants balance anyway because a penny, if it's two quarters on a scale, a penny will throw off the balance. A penny. No, give up the idea that you're going to have balance. You're not. You won't. There are seasons and reasons to all of life. When it's winter, it's winter. When it's spring, it's spring. When it's summer, it's summer. You can't say to me in the middle of winter, well, I just like to have like 75 degrees right now in the middle of Alaska. You're not. There's a season and a reason to everything. So number one thing that you must do to stop giving your energy away to that blame, shame, guilt game thing is this. Give up the idea that you're going to have balance. The second thing that we must do as women entrepreneurs is we have to be willing to sacrifice now and decide what areas that we're willing to sacrifice in and then do it 200%. I'm not saying you don't see your kids. I'm not saying you don't pick them up from school every day. Listen, I pick my kid. I drop my kids off from school every day. I pick them up almost every single day. I make sure that their homework is done. I take them outside every day to go get 30 minutes of sun time and to run around and play. I'm as much I, I'm such a firm believer in certain things. I don't believe my children should take the bus ever. Like that is one belief. I've never been a big believer in daycare for my children, for me. Those kinds of things, even when I have other babies, are not ever going to be different. So I'm not telling you to sacrifice 
the values that you have about what it means to be a mother to your children. What I am saying is, if you're not going to cut out those areas, if there are certain things where you go, listen, this is non-negotiable. As a mother, we eat together at the table every single night. You need to decide what you're going to sacrifice because you got to sacrifice something. So number two, be willing to sacrifice now and decide what areas you're willing to sacrifice in and then go into your business 200%, period. Here's the third thing that women entrepreneurs must do to stop giving their energy away to the blame, shame, guilt game. Rally the troops and get people to do their fair share. You know, I can't tell you the number of women who insist upon doing all the laundry, doing all the cooking, you know, doing everything for the family. The husbands are there to help. The husbands have offered to help. The wives have said, no, you don't do it as good as me. So I'm not going to let you touch it. You know what? So what if he doesn't do the good dishes as good as you? L let him do the dishes. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, let him do the dishes. Stop it. We just need to stop this. Like, I, if, if my spouse can't do it right perfect the way I do it. I don't want them doing it. Let them help. Let the kids help. Let the kids help wash the dishes if they're 8, 10, 12 years old. Let the kids help, you know, clean up after themselves. They can make their own bed. They can get their clothes in the morning. Rally the troops and get people to do their fair share. Here's the thing. Look, you don't need to do all the laundry. No, the house does not always have to be spick and span spotless. You know, home cooked meals, I understand all of the vegans, all, I mean, all the people out there who are like super conscious, whole foods, organic only, don't eat at fast food restaurants. I am not saying go to fast food, okay? What I am saying is, no, if you're building a business, a home cooked meal doesn't have to happen every single night, seven days a week. No, you can downsize the number of after school activities the kids have, and they will still have a shot at going to Harvard. Do you know what I mean? Like, they don't have to do dance, ballet, piano, soccer swim and football like stop we need to stop driving ourselves crazy with these things you know no quality time doesn't mean you have to devote it friday to sunday to be with everybody in the family how about just deciding you're going to take an outing every saturday for three or four hours and put that on your calendar and mark it off and that's family time it does not have to be all of Friday, all of Saturday, and all of Sunday. You know, yes, we need to change the meaning that we give to what it means to be a good wife, like the show, a good mother, a good spouse, a good partner. You know, this good thing is going to get us in trouble if we're not careful. We need to stop making this, I, I want to be a good or the best so-and-so. <clears throat> You're not going to be perfect. Nobody is. Let's just get over it. You know, because the reality is, is all of these expectations that we put on ourselves as women, it is making us sick inside and it's killing our businesses, which then leads to our children growing up, not seeing their mothers step into their full power, their full potential and own the role. You know, here's the thing. Rally the troops. They're there to help you. Get help and then get your business moving. Fourth thing that women entrepreneurs must do to stop giving their energy away to the blame, shame, guilt game. Prepare the family in advance and set clear boundaries about work. I mean, when you are working, like be working. When you're with your family, be with them 100%. You know, and I'm not saying that I'm perfect at this. Nobody is. But the thing is, you can't multitask your attention. It just doesn't produce good stuff. Whole mind and present action is my rule of thumb. Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm not anywhere else. I'm not checking my phone. 
I'm not, you know, my kids are at school, right? So notice that I'm choosing times to handle these things when my attention is not going to be divided. I'm talking to you. You are my focus. There's nothing else that's my focus. Whole mind in present action. Do not multitask your attention. It doesn't work. So you definitely got to prepare the family in advance by saying, okay, this is when mom works. This is when mom is doing this. This is when we spend time together. This is when we eat dinner. Kids like security. They like to feel seen and heard and known. And yes, in the beginning of a business, it's tough because you really do give a lot to the business. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm saying that if you prepare everybody and you make everybody feel like they're a part of the business. You say to your kids, okay, mom's building this business. This is what's going on. We're going to have a weekly family meeting to talk about what I accomplished in the business and how, you know, how much longer it's going to be before we go to Disney World for a month. Like everybody should feel like they're a part of your business. They should feel like they have a say and a vote and a voice so that when they see you work on, on the business, they're not feeling like, the business has eclipsed them, they're feeling like, oh, I know what my mom is doing for us. I know what she's doing for us and I'm going to help her. I'm going to help her by putting my own clothes away or I'm going to help her by helping her with dinner so she can be done faster. I'm going to help her. But, you know, like, I, I mean, and sometimes we have kids who are so good at so many different things. Like if you've got teenagers, have them help you in the business. Like if they're 16 and they could work anyway, pay them to help you work in the business. Again, prepare the family in advance and set clear boundaries about work. Fifth thing women entrepreneurs must do to stop giving their energy away to the blame, shame, guilt game Accept the challenge of being the woman who can transform your family's financial future for generations to come. Accept the challenge. You see, because this is a huge undertaking. I'm not telling you this is going to be easy. That's why most entrepreneurs fail, because this is not easy. The things that you have to sacrifice, the, the, the work ethic that you have to have, the consistency that you have to produce, this is not for people who just aren't totally sold on the idea that they can actually do this well. It is a huge undertaking to be an entrepreneur, but you know what? It's worth every sacrifice you make. However, before you can actually achieve the dream... You've got to own the goal. Can I say that again? I want you to understand that because a lot of entrepreneurs, especially women entrepreneurs, haven't done this. Before you can achieve the dream, you have to own the goal. you got to own it. Like you have to say, I recognize that getting this business to this profitability level, whatever I'm defining, requires that I put this in for the next two to three years to produce that outcome. I'm consciously saying to myself, to my family, and to the world that Are this dream is going to happen because I'm owning the part-time business. I am owning the goal. Listen, if you feel like you you're putting a dream, in more, you've got to own more the goal. Time. You've got to accept the challenge and less fully, results. completely, and without regret. That means you can't always be looking over your shoulder. You can't always be wondering, oh my gosh, did I miss something? Did I miss something? You can't do that. If you're going to accept the challenge and learn how to shift out of the mentality future for generations to come, only it means you said, good, bad, and ugly. My family's behind me. We've got a system that works. We know when we're going to have family time. We have this thing scheduled out. It is a system. It works. And I'm not stopping. 
until this is done. And it's not going to take me longer than two to three years because I'm whole mind in present action. And this business is getting to that level in two to three years, period, the end. So we can spend a month at Disney World. That's how you got to look at it. And male entrepreneurs, again, I cannot underscore this enough. They do this super well. They really do. And they never look at it like, I mean, they just don't see it. Like there's no reason for them to feel guilt in their minds. There's no reason for them to feel guilt. And you know why they don't feel guilt? Because they know that they are honoring the role of provider and what they are creating, even though there are some sacrifices for two to three years, will have a domino positive impact on their family for generations to come. This is what they know to be true. So I just want to tell you, if you're a woman entrepreneur listening to this and you're feeling, you know, guilt about not spending enough time with your kids or your spouse or guilt about not putting enough effort and energy into your business, guilt about, you know, and and here's the thing that I want to say to you. I understand just as easily as you do that there are moments that you just don't get back. Okay. Let me just cover this. I was going to end the episode, but something is telling me to talk about this. I understand Trust me, I had my first baby at 19 and I was doing an MBA and it was not like things are now. It was not an online program. I couldn't do it from the comfort of my own home. I was at a traditional university. I was at Auburn University in Auburn, Alabama. I was going into the classroom every single day, five days a week. And I had a baby and I told you, I don't believe in daycare, but you know what? I had to put that baby in daycare. He's now about to go to college this year. I understand when you say to me, but there are certain moments that I don't get back. I get that. I I really, I, you know, there are moments when I was doing that MBA program that I did not have with my now almost 18 year old that I don't ever get back. I don't get any of those moments back when he was one and two, and I don't get those back. But what I am saying is that had I not done that MBA, it would not have set me up in my life the way that it has. It wouldn't have given me the doors and opportunities to financially provide for my children in the way that I do now. And I have to tell you the same. It is so much more true in entrepreneurship than it is with degrees and with jobs. Wherever you are with your family at this moment, I totally get when you say to me, but what if I miss my baby's first step? And what if I miss this? And what if I miss that? And I have a teenager and I've got to help them apply for colleges. I'm doing all of that with you. I mean, I have a 17, a 10 and an eight year old. So I span the gamut of like making sure that my 17 year old is in the right dorm with the right meal plan and the fast is filled out. I'm totally there with you. But I have to tell you, here's the truth. If you keep waiting for the right moment to go full throttle into your business, it will never show up because there will never be a right moment. Babies become toddlers who run and break things and toddlers become preschoolers who ask you tons of questions and start to have tons of homework as of kindergarten and kindergartners become middle schools, schoolers who have science fair projects and jujitsu and piano and swim lessons. And then middle schoolers become teenagers who have swim team and track and football and gymnastics and college applications and proms and then high schoolers because you think when my when when my oldest child goes to college next year that i'm not going to be have to be heavily involved in his engineering program education you bet i will be you know why because i have to make sure that he's doing what he's supposed to do so it doesn't end i I don't know what as women if we don't understand that like you're going to miss some things 
So why not say to yourself, I'm going to get over the guilt. I'm going to buckle down for two years. I'm not even three, two years. Whole mind, present action, all in, full throttle, two years. And yes, I'm going to be sad that I'm not going to get to see every single moment for the next two years. But when I come out of those two years, my business is going to be so profitable and there are going to be so many revenue streams that are booming that I'm going to be able to take my children to Disney World for a whole month. I'm going to be able to take them to Hawaii for the entire summer. You know, heck, I'm going to be able to move to Hawaii if that's what I feel like doing at the time. Two years can deliver that to you if for 40 excuse me, I almost got that wrong. For 24 straight months, you were willing to put whole mind in prison action. You're willing to make those sacrifices and you are openly communicating that to your family and you have places and time set up where everybody gets to be together. I'm not saying neglect your family. I don't do that in my own family. I'm not saying don't, don't be at the PTA meetings. If you love the PTA, do it. I'm just saying you don't need the blame, shame, and guilt. It is going to slow you down, not just in your business, in your life. You don't need it. Get rid of it. Fire it. Because the reality of the situation is, if you don't fire, blame, shame, and guilt, it will keep your business stuck, which will keep your life stuck. It'll keep your freedom stuck. It'll keep your legacy stuck. Don't do it. We need to, we need to, we need to, you know, go where the guys are going on this one. They don't think about it in the way that we think about it as women. We need to stop that. Blame, shame, and guilt. Get rid of it. Fire it today. All right, everybody, I talk super long. You know, Monday method is like usually 20 minutes, but hey, I've been away for a while. What can I say? I've been away. I have missed everybody. Listen, if you have a comment or a question, if you are dealing with this mommy guilt, this spouse guilt, this wife guilt, maybe guilt dealing with your parents and you'd like to spend more time with them because they're older, whatever the guilt, the blame, the shame is, I want you to email me about it. Tell me what's going on. So you can email me info at brandingwithebooks.com. Let me say that again. Info, I-N-F-O, at brandingwithebooks.com. I want to hear from you. Tell me, what is this blame, shame, guilt thing about in your life? And why isn't it going away? And what are you doing to fire it? And how has this episode impacted you? Has this helped? I, I mean, I want to know. Did listening to the last 47 minutes help you find a way to fire it and get focused for the next 24 months? Or are there still questions that are lingering? I want to hear those questions if they're still there. So again, email me info at brandingwithebooks.com. And again, we will talk next episode. Again, you know where to find me. Sign up for my list. I always send out motivating, amazing stuff. So go to cassandrabibus.com. That's K-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A. Bibas, B-I-B-A-S.com and sign up for my Get It Together talks. You'll love them. It's just like this, but like 10 minutes, not 48. All right, everybody. I will talk to you later. Oh, and find me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Cassandra Bibas and Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Cassandra Bibas till we meet again. Bye, everybody.